Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Today is December 4th, 2021. The day after our ban. (laughs) 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 Yes, people, we finally did it. We finally got a YouTube warning. and uh, Just a warning, no strikes. Yes, they took down uh, one of our podcasts, the one from last week when Ralph went on a rant. Now... It was just on Thursday, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Thursday. So if you didn't see episode 261, that's why. This is episode 262. Yeah, Uh, it was was up for a few hours. Hmm? mm -hmm. I was just going to say the podcast is still available. It's just on YouTube. Yes, the Anchor podcast is still available. I guess. Did you look? Have you looked? Yeah, I looked. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I did go off on a rant. I talked about it way too long, got involved in subjects. <laughs> I didn't want to really. Didn't want to talk about Yeah. I don't wanna really want to delve to the sports podcast. I don't want to talk about other stuff. But uh, th- this is the reason why Molly handles the uh, social media and stuff, because Ralph is a little emotionally unintelligent. Is that, the, is that the word you go with? Um, I get riled I would up. Say that, yeah, I would just say that at times your filter uh, isn't there. Yeah. <laughs> and the news broke like an hour before we did the podcast. Molly had no idea I was going to talk about what I, the stuff I talked about. And it just turned into a half hour of me foaming at the mouth into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> so long story short on what I said. In regards to what got us censored, uh, is Rick Strat sucks. That's yeah, that's pretty that much guy. it. You yeah. know, there are people on Twitter who are like, "Why is everyone mad at Rick Strat?" Uh, because he's a dick. That's why. <laughs> that's why we're mad at him. Well, you know, he's not a friend of the team. He doesn't care about the team. He he comes out and says it. You know, I'm not a fanboy. Matter of fact, he did a podcast after Mike Edwards and Antonio Brown were suspended. And he started the podcast off reading mean tweets and mocking people. And, you know, he, he flat out lets you know, look, I'm not a fan of this team. I'm just doing my job, blah, blah, blah. And you have people that follow these media personalities, you know, like Rick Stroud and the idiot from ESPN. And they follow them like they're fans of, mm-hmm. you know, that, that those reporters are fans of the team. And so they're fans of them and they're not. I mean, these people will, as you can see, they will destroy this team given an opportunity. And that's, you know, Rick Stroud's proud of it. He was talking about Pulitzer Prizes and stuff. He'll probably win some awards for that reporting piece, you know, while Mike Edwards and Antonio Brown might lose their jobs. Or even worse, you know, the FBI gets involved, which, of course, he was calling for that, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's why I kind of go off. So I'm not going to sit here and talk about this. <laughs> too much longer. <laughs> it's just, uh, you know, hey, screw those people. You know? I just, yeah. Don't you love it when white reporters use their white privilege to go after black athletes? Oh, dang. Molly went there. Just saying. Yeah, you know, I've noticed that too. That Isn't that all, weird? All these, you know, the ones who talk about the NFL needs to be more diverse in their 
coaching staffs and stuff, they're all all of them are white. It's the very homogenous. The whole homogenous group. Yes, all of Tampa Bay media is white. There's not a single person of color or whatever. So that's that is an interesting point, Molly. Thanks for yeah. bringing that up. Uh, okay, so let's get into <laughs> some news before we <laughs> go off on another tangent. Yes. Uh, okay, so we talked about the injury report yesterday. I'll run back through that again, probably at the end of the podcast. But Jalen Darden and Jordan Whitehead have been ruled out, which, eesh, yikes. Not for yeah. Jalen, but Jordan Whitehead, especially mm. after we're going to lose Mike Edwards. Yeah. So we are not uh, deep at safety. We have, of course... Antoine Winfield Jr. and we got Ross Cockrell, who um, BA said will fill in there, and Andrew Adams. Yes. So. So Cockrell's going to play a little bit of safety, huh? Yeah. You know, that's the thing about all those guys in our secondary; they can. They kind of do that, around, and yeah. he said that Cockrell's been working at safety for a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. So. But we do it so much with every position back there, you know, even our. Outside linebackers, you know, they drop back into coverage quite a bit. And, you know, we got safeties that blitz and cornerbacks that blitz and cornerbacks that play safety and safety that play cornerback. So it's not a death blow to us, but we can't afford no more. Can't yeah, afford no more injuries all. or suspensions. We're going to be hosed if we get an injury during the game. Yeah. Knock on wood. Why'd you even bring that up and put know. it in the universe, man? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the last podcast we talked about the All-22 in the Indianapolis Colts. If you didn't get a chance to hear that, the summation is what I saw in All-22 is what I expected to see on the scoreboard. I mean, we just dominated in every aspect of the game. There wasn't a single player on their team that stood out to me. I mean, we just – we really manhandled them. Our offensive line played great. Leverett played great. He had three mistakes. He he allowed a sack by Brenton Buckner. He had that false no. start. Or no, DeForest Buckner. Bunk- DeForest uh-huh. Buckner. Yeah. <laughs> Brinson is the coach. coach. <laughs> I don't even think he's I was just reading a, a statement by him. So, And then he had uh, something else, too. But he played, he played really well, and I like him because he's aggressive. I mean, he's out there getting testy with people. So we've got him, Ryan Jensen in the middle, and Kappa. Mm-hmm. Who you know those three guys? They will fight you. Uh, And then you got Donovan and Werfs on the ends who were kind of getting there a little. Yeah, Donovan had probably the best game of his career. He was just tearing guys up, and and then Werfs was playing quite a bit more aggressive too. So you know our defensive line, we dominated their offensive line. Bruce Arian said that the the Colts' offensive line was probably the best offensive line we were going to play all year, and I did not see it. Uh, Fisher, their left tackle, he was getting beat by Barrett and Tryon. Uh, we were definitely getting penetration and pressure, but he was the, – the defense we're running is, you know, this very soft zone defense. We only <clears throat> played six-man coverage defenses, which is incredibly low. And we're playing this really soft zone, so we're allowing everything underneath, which allowed Carson Wentz to be able to check down and throw to his underneath guys. So the pressure that we were getting on him mm-hmm. didn't show up in the stats. Uh, 
Everybody, everybody played great. It was it was a really good showing by our guys. I was very impressed. It was a fun all twenty two to watch because it was just us just beating people up. So. That's always <laughs> kind of how we were in the last season, right? Yes, yes. And our the referee was good. There was only like three or four uncalled penalties. One BS penalty. It was the Shaq Barrett when he was called for the neutral zone infraction uh, seventy two. Their right tackle had moved first, but they didn't see that. But uh, other than that, you know, it was, it was a very, very clean game, and it was very entertaining. Uh, we should have definitely had more points, uh, you know. Not happy with 38, huh? Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> You're just getting greedy at this point. <laughs> I guess what I meant is a bigger point differential, you know. Uh, and then there was the fact check follow-up. Fact check was that I had said Jonathan Taylor had only run three times on that one drive, which didn't seem right to me. And then when I looked looked into it further. I was looking at the wrong drive and he had run eight out of 10 plays for 68 yards of, mm-hmm. was it or 50, 50. I want to say it was 50s on them. 53. Yeah, just on, yeah. Just on that one drive. Yeah. 53 of his 80, 80 yards yeah. came on that one drive. So anyhow, that's a summation of that. If you didn't get a chance to see the uh, podcast on YouTube. So I do, uh, you know, for everybody who got, upset about some of the stuff I said, you know, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to keep away from that mess. I really am. I understand that. That's why we don't talk. We try not to. We try oh, we not haven't to for years. Here. We haven't touched it. In yes. Years, and I, I just kind of slipped up, went off and I know, I knew it was going to upset some people, but definitely upset Google. <laughs> we got it. It was so funny. I woke up Friday. I was like, okay, today <clears throat> I'm getting a Tiffy video done. I had everything set up. I had the clips ready and all this good stuff. So I was like geared up, woke up, I'm like ready to go. And then Molly hit me with that. She was first thing in the morning, she was like, Hey, our our podcast got taken down. We got a, a warning from the Googles. And so that put me in a bad mood. So then I go to do the Tiffy videos and my computer, everything on it just blinked out. I couldn't get my tracking pad to work. I couldn't get my app to work. And I don't I was only on like four hours sleep. And it was, everything just just built up, built up, and finally I was like, uh I couldn't even take a nap. I was <laughs> he was so, so mad, ag- so aggravated. <laughs> he was yeah. too aggravated for a nap. <laughs> I had to go meditate. And that didn't even help. That normally does help. So anyhow, just one of those things. You know, it just does bother me. I don't like. I'm passionate about the Buccaneers. I mean, there's the reason why we do this podcast. And I don't like, you know, people hurting my team. You know, now Antonio Brown and Carlton Davis did what they did was stupid. Yes, no. uh, absolutely. Mike Edwards. Mike Edwards. Especially stupid? because yeah. uh, there were reports that now they're all vaccinated. So it's like, what, what, the, what the hell was the point? It, the, the point is compliance. Yeah. This is all 100% about obedience. Right. And you know, that's why I really went into Rick Stroud because he had put out that, that tweet about, you know, the media is not allowed in the locker room anymore because of the COVID-19 protocols, and he put out this tweet where he was like, this isn't about safety, this is about power. You know, and I was like, you got to be like, joking what? me. Okay, now you're getting it, yeah, I'll buddy. Think, you know, here, Selectively. You, no, they'll never get it. Yeah, They're they'll just... never get it. So there's that, and uh, let's move on. This is probably going to okay. be a shorter podcast than normal. We just wanted to get it out. Uh, we Ralph's promised... got a hangout to go to. Yeah, but we had doing some Girl Scout parade today early in the morning. Then I got a uh, got to get to go hang out and party with one of my football buddies. Wait, so. but tell him what your 
what you're going to be doing. Oh, yeah. We're like, hanging a TV and painting some trim. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about mm-hmm. it. And playing pool. That's what we all do. Drinking beer. Drinking beer. Yeah. Are you going to paint the trim before you drink beer or after? Because During. Be during. <laughs> we'll probably hang the, <laughs> the I TV. hope it's the same color as the wall, so <laughs> you can't tell. <laughs> Uh, when it goes all over the place. This guy has got like 20 TVs in his house, and he's always getting new Yeah, TVs. I feel like every time you go over there, you're hanging a TV. Oh, I am. Yeah. <laughs> and this one's like a 70-inch. Why? Yeah. Black Friday? Was it a Black Friday purchase? Uh, who knows? I'm sure he'll tell you what a good deal he got on Oh, yeah. So that's going to be fun. We'll probably save that till after we get good and ripped. Oh, good. The new TV. Something <laughs> <laughs> like living on the edge. <laughs> it would be the first one we broke. <laughs> So, yeah, this podcast is going to be uh, not as long. We're just trying to get it out before the game. Anyhow, uh, what other news you got? Uh, we activated Carlton Davis from IR. So that's very exciting. That's good. And then signed Brashad Perriman off the practice squad. He was back on the practice squad? I, Apparently, I didn't see him waved though. Yeah, I could have swore. You know, he's been on the practice squad twice, and I don't think you can do it anymore. Yeah, I thought they couldn't do that. Don't, I know. don't know. Oh, that's all confusing. I know exactly. Yeah, and that's good though. We're going to need him for the rest of the season without Antonio Brown. Yeah, or and he Tony needs Brown that time to way. build chemistry with Tom Brady. Oh too. God, that, that that was a beautiful pass. Should have been a touchdown in the was it the Washington game or the Giants game. Oh, it was beautiful. And Perryman laid out for it. It just bounced right, right off the tip of his fingers. I was like, and that's that's one he would normally catch. Yeah. So they're getting their chemistry together. Yeah, he'll get there. He'll get there. Uh, Will Goldston was named the Week 13 NFLPA Community MVP after donating almost $60,000 so that uh, families in need could get a full Thanksgiving meal. It's nice. And it was almost it was nine hundred and twenty families. Wow. Yeah. That's good. Sixty thousand dollars. I like Goldston. You know, he, I do. He's too. he's a really solid player for us. He doesn't make a whole lot of mistakes. He's very very good in the run game, and he's our second longest tenured player. This is crazy. He provided nine hundred and twenty meals at almost sixty thousand dollars. That's only sixty five dollars a meal. I need to know how they're making a Thanksgiving meal <laughs> for sixty five dollars. Don't have a lot of coupons. Maybe they were T V dinners. Uh, um the stores probably gave them a yeah. bulk yeah. discount, maybe. Yeah. So that's nice. Way to go him. What was that award he got? The oh no. The Week 13 NFL PA Community M- MVP. Hmm. So they got an award for everything, don't they? Yeah, for real. You never hear about it until your players <laughs> win it. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, that's all I got. Not a lot happening, huh? Uh, I do have for the game preview. You ready to talk about that? Sure. I got some news. So, oh, our broadcast crew is, uh, we're on Fox this weekend. So we have Kenny Albert, Jonathan Vilma, and Sarah Walsh on the sidelines. Man, we're getting the bottom of the barrel. There, I know. Wasn't Jonathan Vilma a player for the Saints? Well, Greg also was a player for the Cardinals, the Panthers. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, 
I'm going to look at it. Which he's he, Greg Olson. Uh, that is just so shocked me at how great of an announcer he is. I know. Yeah, he yeah he won. Uh, Jonathan Vilma won the Super Bowl with the Saints. So mm. now he's a he's a linebacker. So you know he's going to talk crap about both teams. Probably yes. Yeah. Uh, the ref crew is Tony Corrente's crew. Uh, do not have any grades on him. He has not refed us for over two years now. So really, yeah, we haven't had him in a long time. That's crazy. You know, Tom Brady is eight zero against the Falcons. Yeah, especially in the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh wait, no, no, he's nine zero. Nine zero. Let's go for ten. I know. That's. Oof, you know, that's a hard streak to have. I know. To keep up, man. Yeah. Oh, so that's Matt Ryan's Falcons, too. No, he, yeah. he probably played the Falcons a few times before Matt Ryan got Maybe there. Maybe a few, but not many. Hmm. I mean, Matt Ryan's been there since, like, 2008. Dang. Yeah, you know, Matt Ryan, he's, this year is just so crazy. You know, something I've always talked about, Matt Ryan, is his fundamentals are probably the best in the league. I mean, he just... He always throws the ball with uh, Sorry. <laughs> with uh, the same mechanics, great mechanics, you know. And, you know, he's a guy that, you know, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes and he capitalizes on your mistakes. I, you know, I've been doing game film on him for uh, a decade now. Mm-hmm. And I think I can count on one hand the amount of times I've seen him not see open receivers, you know. And, you know, it's like if a, if a cornerback falls down, most quarterbacks have progressions. You know, they read, you know, you got one, two, three, four. You look at this route, then this route, then that route, then this route. It's kind of hard for a quarterback to be able to see the field. That's what I complained about with Jameis Winston all the time is being able to read the field. You know, the, the secondary, usually they know kind of what your progression is going to be, too. So they can adjust accordingly for that and a lot of times they'll leave guys open that they know are third fourth progression for a few seconds so anyhow matt ryan is the kind of quarterback that would if you fall down or you make a mistake in the secondary he's throwing to your guy you know it doesn't matter where it's at in the progression he's going to see it you know that's what i talk about when i say reading the field this year man matt ryan is just he's got he's got that Mahomes syndrome you know he is trying He's very flighty. Oh, very. Feels like he's his mechanics look like crap. He's, you know, just he's jumping up and throwing. Uh, he's doing a lot of running. He's and you know he's not a he's not a runner a runner. So I think he's really really trying this year to be something different, and it's just not working well for. Well, him. is it this coaching staff? I mean, they're new, right? Yeah, you, know, you would you brought that up. And you're, so, you might be right that they're trying to get him to. I don't know. Or is he just tired of getting hit because he's had a trash offensive line for so long? <laughs> he's just, like, done with it. Might be it. I don't know. Yeah, he's just making decisions I've never seen him do. So uh, it's it's good for us. Good for us. Yeah. The one difference from the first Falcons game when we played them, what, like week three, week? Week two. Week two. Wow. That was a while ago. Uh, they did not yet incorporate Cordero Patterson into the game like they have. He's really exploded. Yes. Well, you pointed out that their coach, 
is uh, Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith was the offensive coordinator for the Tennessee Titans. And of course, you know, that's a Derrick Henry run first offense. And we questioned, we're like, hmm, are they going to try and turn the Falcons into a running game? Well, it seems like they have found in Cordell, how do you say his name? Cordell? Cordell? Cordero. Cordero. Cordero Patterson, a hybrid running back wide receiver, and they using him. I mean, between him and Pitts, that, that's about all of Atlanta's offense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he did not do as much against us in week two. I think he had, what did I say, four or five runs? I just had it pulled up. Hold on. He's really, um, he's kind of exploded in the last few games. I have the last five games pulled up, and uh, there are some games where he had a ton of rushing yards, like against Jacksonville. He had 108. And 16 then, carries, yeah. Yeah, and then he didn't have that many. You know, Dallas, he only had 25 yards. New Orleans, the week before, he only had 10 yards. But then you go look at his receiving, and it's mm-hmm. like against New Orleans, he only had 10 yards rushing, but he had 126 right. receiving. Yeah. So he's kind of a one-two punch if they're not getting it to him through the rushing attack. They're going to do it through passing. Yes. And when he played against us week two, he had seven rushes for 11 yards. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes. And then he had five receptions for 58 yards. So we really – that's so what's that average? Eleven yards on seven rushes. Yeah, a, a yard and a half. Oh. Is that right? Seven Is it? Yeah, one point seven yeah. yards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> Which you know his yard, his 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 yards per carry is not that great, but he he just gets the ball a lot. You know, I mean, he makes big plays. But looking at watching him now. Granted, okay, so we watched Jacksonville. Jacksonville's two and eight, so take that with a grain of salt. Atlanta beat them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jacksonville almost came back, but Cordero, Cordero Patterson, he he's hard to bring down. He's like real hard to tackle. He does to me. He does look like. Derrick Henry, like same build, same size. I think Derrick Henry might be a smidge bigger, like Cordero Patterson might be a little skinnier, but they're very similar. And Patterson is real hard to bring down. You can't, um, you know, you can't arm tackle him. He's going to bust through it. Yeah. So that's going to be a challenge. I think, I think he'll have success underneath, like most of the teams have had, mm. like we saw last week. You know, the short dump-off passes. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's their most dangerous weapon on offense, and so we are certainly going to have to keep an eye on him. Yes. And then there's Pitts, their tight end that they drafted. What was he drafted, fourth? Yeah, like fourth or fifth, I think. Something like that? Yeah. Yeah, you know, he's you know, he's all right. He's not yeah. Gronkowski. Yeah, he's not Julio Jones. Like, he's got good hands. they needed to replace with yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. Right. So – uh, last time we played them week two, the refs sucked. <laughs> okay. Of course. And uh, it, it really allowed them to come back in that game. Now, they got close in that game. We ended up winning 
but that was oh we did yeah well that I was, didn't know it, we put up that many points well that was the game uh, Carlton Edwards had the two pick sixes at the end of the game uh, so Mike Edwards was, or Mike Edwards what did, yeah. what did I keep calling Carlton Davis uh, I think you said Carlton, Carlton Edwards, Edwards that time <laughs> <laughs> you tried never trust me on names man. <laughs> so that was his two interception game. Yeah. So, you know, that really helped yeah. us out. But before that, it was it was a close game. Uh, we we had we we were up on them and then they, we allowed them to come back. A lot of it was due to the referee. And uh, if you go back to the podcast and listen to it, I complained about that quite a bit. And uh, Mike Edwards ended up getting the two pick sixes in, in the last few minutes. Remember, so that's 14 points. Take that away from mm-hmm. 48. Blah, 34. Blah, blah. Right. So, so they're within nine. Right. And, you know, of course, had the ball both those times. So they were they were pretty close. I think they got within seven of us at one point. Mm-hmm. And Matt Ryan sure. had 300 yards passing. I mean, that's his third highest game in the season, or fourth. Yes. Oh, they got within three points of us, 28-25 in the mm-hmm. third quarter. So, You know, and these division games are always tough. Yes, always. you never know because – you know, teams, sometimes they play very basic football, and then sometimes they try to just fake you out. Mm-hmm. You know, but you've, you've seen them so many times. You've seen these coaches so many times. You've seen these players so many times that you kind of know what they're going to do. And uh, it ends up being either a game of attrition or a game of tricks. And either way, I think we'll. Yeah, we'll we are this. definitely coming out of this one. They're only five and six, though. They're the se- what? They're second in the NFC South. Yeah, Stop it! I know. What? I didn't know that. <laughs> just, I no idea. Hey, who called that? I'm sorry. Wow. I, you know, I take I take credit where I can. You know, I said that New Orleans is not near as good as everybody thinks they are. Carolina's going to be at the bottom, and Atlanta's up and cover. Wow. So. Interesting. Well, mm. I thought that they had a worse record than they did, so they're mm. four and six, five and six. Let's see. Okay, so they lost to Philly, us, Washington, Carolina, Dallas, and New England. Ooh, New England yep. shut them out 25-zip. Yeah, they haven't beat anybody. That's good. Yeah. So here's who they beat. New York Giants and Jets, Miami, New Orleans, and Jacksonville. How do you even get that schedule? I want that schedule. Me too. <laughs> well, we do play a lot of these teams, actually. Yeah. I don't want to get Jacksonville. No. Can we have but Jacksonville, we Houston? Else. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to go up against the Levy Smith defense, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. That, that was, was a joke, guys. <laughs> yeah, we pressured Ryan quite a bit in week two. Uh, Brady. Oh yeah, he's gonna be a piece of cake to get to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he oh he usually is, but. Uh, this time I think it's going to be worse because I think our defense is heating up. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, yeah, definitely. I, that's not going to be a problem. And I think that'll mitigate a lot of Cordero Patterson's success. I got to slow down and say that name. Yeah, it's I very strange. I got to think about it. It's kind of a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the, 
uh, Brady was protected well in that game. I'm not even sure if they got any sacks. They probably did. But their defense is kind of heating up, and they look decent against Jacksonville. That's what I said. They're emulating Mm -hmm. our defense, and Mm -hmm. you know they don't quite have the player, but you know they've they've got. I like Fowler, but Grady Jarrett is. I think he's extremely underrated. You know, nobody ever talks about him, but he's Mm -hmm. a really good defensive lineman, and uh, you know with that really hybrid shifting defense that we play that they're emulating, you know, it makes it difficult, but Brady goes against that defense in practice all the time. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't be a problem for us at There's all. There's no defense he hasn't seen. That's true. <laughs> you know, he would probably be great as a defensive coordinator because he's seen so he's probably seen more defenses than he has oh, yeah. studied offense, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's crazy. He's studying those defenses. Yeah. That's funny. Well, I mean, the defensive backs talked about, or, um, yeah, one of the, I want to say it was Sean, Sean Murphy Bunting or Antoine, uh, Winfield, who said that he will recommend players to the defensive backs that they should, uh, watch film on and emulate. He's like, oh, this guy's got a good move for this. You should watch him. I mean, he, you're right. He's seen, He's seen a lot of players. He's been in the league 20 years. He's seen some really good players mm-hmm. in that time. You know, I was saying that, that Brady was protected well, but he did have three sacks, and we only got one sack on Ryan. But, again, like I said, sacks don't mean anything. I mean, they don't they don't tell the whole story. Well, I think Ryan is trying to dump the ball off when he's getting hit. Yeah. Yeah, and this was, so back, this was back when we were trying to really – uh, throw it downfield. You know, the first first few weeks of the season, we were, you know, trying to get those big plays and, and doing well with it. Now, this game, we didn't so much. Uh, Brady wasn't that accurate, you know, as he, as he normally was, so there was some issues there. But now we're doing... And he th- only put up 34 points, so that's just <laughs> unacceptable. <laughs> How many touchdowns did he have? I'm pulling it up now. Five. Are you, are you doing it too? Yeah, yeah five, <laughs> five touchdowns. Stop. He had a 129 rating. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't play that well. <laughs> oh. Oh. That's funny. Yeah. Well, in that game, Brady had uh, nine touchdowns in the first two games. So he had five in this one, four in the first one. Uh, Nacho had that third down and one stuff in the fourth quarter, which I consider was the play of the game with that mm-hmm. game because they were trying to come back, and he was just like, woo! That was a great play. Uh, Gronk had the record. He tied the record for the most consecutive two-touchdown games with three in that game, and then the next week surpassed it, right? No. Did he did he beat it in week three? Ah, I can't remember. Anyhow, uh, Edwards had the two pick sixes, and uh, – And uh, we broke the record for most consecutive 30-plus games in mm. NFL history with nine. So that's what, that's all that happened in week two against the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, that's it. You that's know, it. We just broke a bunch of just records a little, and embarrassed Matt Ryan. <laughs> five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. Two pick sixes. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we pretty much – Hurt their fees. Well, you know, my whole outlook on this game has changed knowing that they are five and six and second in the in the division. Why does that change? I don't know. It just 
Wow. Okay. We're we're playing a contender here. <laughs> now, are they uh, in the hunt, or are they a wild card or anything at this point? Let me look. Hold on. I don't think they are. I think they're in the hunt. Yeah, they might technically be in the hunt, but... Yeah, right. Right. Technically. We do, we've we got a lot of guys, or a lot of teams up top, but we also got a lot of mediocre teams, and I think most of the teams in our conferences are below 500, right? Yeah, so Washington football team is currently the seventh seed, technically, at five and six. So, so they got them with a tiebreaker because yeah. they beat us. Yeah, probably. Well, they played each other. Yeah, Washington beat Atlanta okay. this week. Okay. I mean, this this season. So let me see how far down Washington. Okay, it's Washington, Minnesota, and then Atlanta. So Atlanta would definitely need some help, but technically they're still in the playoff hunt. Hmm. Yeah, I mean they could. Think of this: we've got plenty of season left. Yeah, yeah. And we're closing in on the end, but this is the last quarter. Basically, yeah. what is left? Five games. Yeah. Let me see. I keep asking you these questions. I you should know. have all this stuff ready. I know. Well, <laughs> if I knew that you were going to ask them in advance, I wouldn't. <laughs> So, we have five games after it this week. So, six total. Okay, so six. All right. Yeah, yeah. That's, plenty of, that's plenty of time for teams to tank and other teams to rise up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see, we'll see if Atlanta can, can do it, put a good game together. And, you know, I think it – there's no way their offensive line is going to stop us. Mm-hmm. There's no way. Just It's just not even – close to being possible no and i don't see matt ryan making good enough decisions to really exploit the defense well with carlton davis and smb back we're probably going to play more man coverage which is going to take away the underneath stuff and uh, we'll probably still play quite a bit of soft zone i'm not who knows? Who knows with this defense? <laughs> you would never know. And uh, if we do that, you know, with the pressure and man coverage, Matt Ryan is just going to have a horrible, horrible day. Uh, you know, but if we do the soft zone and he can dump it off mm-hmm. to Patterson, to Patterson, yeah, yeah, we got to watch him. Then we could have a tough day, yeah, on defense. Yeah, you know? but, but then again, I don't think there's really much they can do. You know, no. they, they won't get embarrassed that bad right? if, if they do it that way. But if we if we bring our A game and we play the right scheme, then this is just going to be – it might be the end of the season for the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Yeah, like they've been blown out quite a few times. Like the Patriots shot them out 25-zip. Uh, that was uh, two weeks ago. Three weeks ago, the Cowboys beat them 43-3. to they also, um, yeah, those were the most lopsided. Yeah, I would say those are the two most lopsided, and they're pretty recent, like in the last three weeks. Hmm. So, yeah, that uh, Corderell Patterson had two <laughs> touchdowns against say? us in week two. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Yeah. I did not even remember. Oh, gosh. He had a 10-yard rush and a 7-yard pass. 
It is a long season, man. I tell you, it's it's crazy how it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll think. Well, I was saying, I was like, damn, did we play Atlanta this year? <laughs> You're like, yeah. Like, oh, I, I didn't go look remember. at my notes. I know. So, we got an injury report? Yeah, let me run through run that. Run through that real quick. On my phone. Bear with me. No. Okay. No. <laughs> All right, here we go. We got Jalen Darden has a concussion, so that's why he's out. Okay. Uh, so, he has been ruled out. Jordan Whitehead... With a calf injury, which BA said is pretty significant, and they can't really tell what's going on on the MRI until his swelling goes down. So that's a bummer. I saw him on All 22 grab his, it looked like his ankle to me. I thought he, Mm. and maybe it's like an Achilles, could be an Achilles. I mean, that's how we lost OJ last year. Mm. I hurt my Achilles once jogging that one time that one time you jogged that one time (laughs) and i haven't done it since (laughs) took me like a week to recover (laughs) in case y'all didn't know i'm not the most athletic person okay jamel dean shoulder injury he's been a full participant all week and is questionable for the game ali marpet with his oblique injury was limited Wednesday and Thursday, but a full participant on Friday, but he's still designated questionable. Hmm. Devin White with the quad injury, he was limited Wednesday, full participant Thursday and Friday, but it's still questionable. Tom Brady got a rest day on Thursday, so he did not participate, but he's fine. Golston has a wrist injury, did not participate Wednesday. Was limited Thursday, but a full participant on Friday. He's got no injury designation. Grant got a day off on Friday. McClendon got a day off on Thursday, returned Friday. JPP uh, has a shoulder, with the shoulder was a full participant Wednesday, did not participate Thursday or Friday. Sue got a rest day on Friday, and then Vita with his knee was limited Wednesday and Thursday, and then was a full participant on Friday. On the Falcons' side, defensive lineman Jonathan Bullard has an ankle injury. He's been ruled out. Linebacker Deion Jones has a shoulder injury. He was a full participant all week. He's fine. And then cornerback Kendall Sheffield has a hamstring, but was a full participant all week. So... Uh, we are, that's it on their injury designation or on their injury list. Hmm. So we far outnumbered them <clears throat> on that front. Well, there you go. There we go. Oh, let's do our score predictions. Score predictions. <clears throat> you go first. All right. I think that the offense is uh, getting into a rhythm. So I am going to say 41 to 28. Wow. You're confident. You, I am. Are you picking the Bucks? <laughs> is that a real question? <laughs> well, you know, this is one of those games that it's just, it's so expected, the Buccaneers. I mean, they're in the 
uh, gambling sites, it's I think we're up three point or eleven points. You know, so I mean, wow. yeah, it's a huge. Which, but that was the same thing in week one against Dallas, and that was a close game. Yeah, I don't see that happening here. I really don't. I think that uh, Atlanta is just not. You know, it's it's really the weakness is their offensive line against our defensive line just makes it hella hard for them to do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, their their defense, I think, is getting a lot better, and you know, might give us a little bit of fits, but. Not enough to really swing the game. I just don't see anything that they've got that can change that. But this is any given Sunday, and this is a division game, which makes it even doubly so. But I still got to go with the Bucks. Just got to do it. I can't. Like that was even a question. Like no one even thought for a second that <laughs> you were going to pick Atlanta. Have I ever not you, I Atlanta. know. You like built it up like, oh, here we go. I'm going <laughs> to. Hey, I'm trying to be much more non-biased this year. Mm. So, you know, you picked 41-28. That's probably about no, what I, I was going to say. I said 48. Oh, 48. Oh, no. I said, no, I did say 41. You're right. You're okay. Th- th- then here's what I'll do. I'll do 48-21. Okay. There you go. I'm going to make it stupid. I helped you. <laughs> Although I'll be surprised if they get 21 points Just like points two cents ago, you're like, I'm trying to be more realistic. And then you're like, all right, let's get stupid up in here. <laughs> That's just for my picks, not for my scores. Right. About that. Okay. All right. Uh, anything else? No, I think that's it. Hmm. Okay. Well, then I guess we shall sign off. This was a rather short one. Like I said, we just wanted to get this out before the game tomorrow, uh, kind of make up for the the podcast that got censored. And, you know, guys, we do appreciate your support. Uh, you know, we, we've got some people who have been gracious enough to donate some finances to us, to some money. Uh, they signed up for the monthly what what do you what do you even call that monthly it's a subscription monthly subscription yeah you don't get anything for it you just you know just helping us out yeah and uh, the link is in the description down at the bottom if you yeah you can do 99 cents a month you know or up to nine dollars and 99 cents i think there's three categories so you know it's just a just a nice way to let us know you appreciate it you know we don't get paid for this and we we just do it for the love of it uh, sometimes the love turns into hate <laughs> That's true. <laughs> we do. We do appreciate you guys a lot, man. Mm-hmm. We appreciate the people that uh, put forth the effort to support us. Uh, if you do get a chance, like, subscribe, uh, give us a five-star rating or any star rating, whatever you agree with, on iTunes. Uh, sometimes we get guys that get pissed off at us about what we say, and they'll go there and give us a one-star rating. Oh, yeah, and like you know, the gentleman stands. Yeah, it's it's mainly about the media. It's so weird. That's why I say it's so weird to me that people are fans of media yeah. reporters, sports reporters. I don't know. Don't get it. But it is what it is. Uh, guys, we got a good game tomorrow. It's a, one of the few 1 o'clock games we got, 7 this year, mm-hmm. 4 at home, I think. So let's enjoy this. Start drinking early. <laughs> 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 Take a nap after the game. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's it's an expected win. We should come out and do it. It shouldn't be difficult. So let's have fun tomorrow. We got this. Yeah, so let's, let's enjoy this season as much as we can. This is this is a once-in-a-lifetime thing here, buddy. All right, guys. Till next time. Go Bucks.